your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solo. All right, welcome to a Thursday of Lacrosse Talk PM. William Garcia is in here, uh, the the chair of the. No, I was going to do it. I was going to. I was going to do the. Uh, the community, no, oh, yeah. the uh, what? What is it? What is it? What are you working with? The music theater, Lacrosse Community Theater. I'm doing the um, uh, Frozen Junior, which is our musical theater camp. We've got two more weeks, and then we're going to have a weekend of shows, and it's going to be really good. Frozen Junior. Frozen Junior. Is that so what you said? Every time um, Broadway all right, puts a musical out, they usually include a kind of edited shortened version of the musical um, that is designed to be performed by younger students and for younger audiences. So it's usually shorter. Um, uh, it's not as much sex, drugs, songs, and rock and roll. Right? They, they delete all of that. So, <laughs> Although I don't think Frozen had much of that. To be <laughs> not honest. a ton of that in Frozen. Maybe, maybe like a kiss or something. Uh, speaking of movies, now... In 2016, the movie called Suicide Squad right. came out, yep. and much anticipated for anyone that loves DC. I'm a DC guy versus right. Marvel. I'm I just, a Marvel person, but... and and it's hard to admit that because DC's really ruined the theater yeah, experience. Their, their movies are terrible. Yeah, uh, which which is funny because. The Tomato Meter. If you go to Rotten Tomatoes, the Suicide Squad, which was a terrible movie, a lot of times. I don't know. Do you do you use to Rotten Tomatoes? Do you, Not much. I, I generally just try and watch all the movies anyway and then okay. make up my own mind. Then, so. Because, you know, there's the critics rating, the critics right, rating, right, and right. then the, the audience score. So suicide, this is a perfect example. Critics, 26% yeah. for Suicide Squad. And that's kind of where I'm sitting. Even as a DC person, 59%. I liked it for uh, the audience. Well, I think in those fifty nine percent, I think they're just focusing in on Harley Quinn, which was an <laughs> okay. excellent part of that movie. Um, that it was an interesting character in a terrible film, and so I, I would imagine that that's um, the basis for the larger percentage. Yeah, that that and if I'm going as a fan, I'm going to see. I'm a DC fan. Right. I'm going to go see Suicide Squad. It doesn't matter how bad. I mean, there was right. a witch in that movie, and it was. Yep. Just a bunch of ghouls you had to kill, yep. and and it was like uh, like seven um, origin stories. <laughs> like we have to do everybody's origin story, which just just a little too much. They needed to do the origin stories for all the characters, and then down the road do Suicide Squad, right, I right. think. And then they would have figured out, oh, you know what, this person, awesome, right? Harley Quinn, right. awesome character, and then you know, uh, Deadshot. Like, okay, that movie. Bombed. We'll we'll just keep him out of, yeah, or, we'll just, or we'll yeah. recast him or something. Um, but so that one is called Suicide Squad, and today released on HBO Max. And if you if you want to go to the theater too, the, the Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Yes. So, but directed by James Gunn, which uh, means that this could easily be an incredible film. Okay. Especially with the the in front of it, right? right? The, the the makes all the difference. <laughs> the, uh, the 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 article in front of Suicide Squad, but also the fact that uh, James Gunn directed it, and he is an incredible director, uh, wonderful kind of sense of humor and cinematic style. So uh, I'm, I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know, but I'm very hopeful because I have a lot of confidence in James Gunn. Yeah, and I'm looking at you know, okay, is it Margaret Robbie? Is she Harley Quinn? Yes. So she's back. So that's good, well, right? She got a. 
There was another movie starring Bird of, Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. She had her own. She, she did the spinoff or her, her own origin story, so to speak. Will Smith, he gone. Uh, Jared Leto, he's not in the first. I, he might be. I guess. If I, oh, there we go. I don't know if Jared. So Jared Leto's the Joker, and yeah. he's in some other. He's that the Joker, Joker in a so bad. I mean, that that just killed the whole movie. But he's really. in a. He's in the Batman movie as the Joker too. Did you see that? The 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 remix. I, the re the the really long. Oh. Uh, the HBO just released it a couple of months ago. The the, oh, the very yes. long I, version I have of not watched that yet. You haven't watched that yet. I really okay. hate those movies. Okay, uh, I love the characters, but they're just the um, in my, so far all of the DC movies have done such a disservice to the wonderful characters of DC that I just um, am tired of watching them destroy the characters. So I just stopped. Yeah, it is weird when the they they. All, all we're doing in movies today is remaking old movies, right. and now we're just rehashing comic books, right? Although that's a that's a pretty common uh, complaint. Like back in the eighties, we were still doing that. We're doing that in I don't know thirties. We were doing that, so I mean, you know. well, Ghostbusters seems pretty original to me yeah. in the eighties. But no, you're saying we pulled that from somewhere else. Well, I mean, we pulled. Uh, well, no, Ghostbusters highly original. Crocodile Dundee. Oh, we pulled Crocodile Dundee from. Other we stole places. that from yeah, somewhere. We well, I think it's maybe that that character is actually a character right, in right. some way. Not that it was a, a biopic or anything, but um, I won't spoil the 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 extended cut or director's oh, good, cut. Good. Thank you. But the Joker is in that in the dystopian future, which is the only part I like of that movie. I, I always like the. Why don't we go to this place and do the whole movie here? I, I didn't even know it had a dystopian future. Well, the other one had a little clip of a dystopian future because oh, okay. uh, Batman zones out and he goes into he he yeah. goes into you 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 just don't remember because you hate the movie. Right. Exactly. But uh, and the Joker the Joker mind. is in this part and he's not bad, not terrible. I will say he's Blaine Gabbard. He's not terrible as a quarterback. Um, <laughs> 608-785-7914. That's where we're going with Lacrosse Talk PM. You know, that's why we get the Democratic Party chair of Lacrosse right. County in here. So that we could talk about movies. So we could well in this release today, and you're a movie junkie, and I'm I'm I would I don't know if I'm a movie junkie, but I'm I'm gonna watch this and I would if we didn't oh, I'll have watch a it. I'll hate it and I'll watch it. If we didn't have a Delta variant, I would probably go on a is it Thursday or a Tuesday? Five dollar Tuesday. Tuesday. Five dollar Tuesday. Or then faculty and students. Seven dollar Thursday. Six dollar Thursday at the uh, Marcus on the South Side there, and yeah, I would do that too if we um, if, if situations were different with the stupid virus and you know all that. So, uh, but but yeah, I'll be watching watching this. Idris Elba is in this, the guy that ruined. Uh, the the book for me the gunslinger or the dark tower whatever oh, you yes. want to call it ruined i haven't watched I that movie that was his fault not his fault but it's one I mean, of those wire i mean he's just straight yeah. bell is just one of the great characters of television so stephen king wrote like a nine part series book called the dark tower are you have yeah, you read yeah, that yeah. And, and so you can make all nine movies. You can understand the where movie was so bad that they just stopped <laughs> making all nine of them. <laughs> Idris, let's the, the the gunslinger is essentially like an old school cowboy white dude, and then they decided to what <laughs> make it Idris Elba. For, we're going to make it a black guy, and it just yeah. ruins a whole segment of the entire series. Right. Well, uh, I don't know if it ruins it because I mean, in a, a relationship in a book, there. Right. In a book of, that is all about like mystical gunslingers, I don't know if the race matters that much one way or the other, but. Right, but it ruins one key relationship right. for me. And if you're going to, like, you have all the world to cast the character. I get, like, we want to, like, we don't want to make them all white dudes. But the one character that is a white dude, <laughs> and he's a I cowboy. I mean, in my mind, um, it's, it's, 
It adds a layer that could be interesting in terms of um, like what we're trying to say with the movie. Yeah. Like sometimes like we've had so many, 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 many movies about white dudes that um, I'm, I, I find myself more drawn to movies that are not just because right. I feel like there are not nearly as many stories that I can choose from. Um, so when we, when we kind of have a different race. When, but in this book, there it's not like there are they're all white people. It's right. there is a black character. Right. She's you know whatever. She's a black character. So and you could have cast other the other people in the in the movie. I think as not just white people. And honestly, I haven't seen the movies. Have you seen that movie? I have. It was and not very good. Not good. Okay, I don't think I'll ever. I, if I finish the bomb, I'm not I second. Bad, like I love movies, and I usually like most movies. <laughs> so they're, they're, we're we're talking about ones that I didn't like. So yeah, I'm that's right. That. That's all right. Uh, we're on the set. I'm on the second last book and I just refuse. I'll go watch the movie, but I'm not going to ruin and it probably won't. But I'm not going to ruin nine years wor- or nine books worth of uh, reading <laughs> with uh, one stupid movie. And I started these books in high school in 19 like 95. So I just haven't finished. So it takes me a, bit, a pretty big commitment for me to read a whole book. If you can believe that, I bet. Um, all right. 608-785-7914. That's William Garcia. We're going to talk. um Got four stories. Uh, there's one about uh, campaign contributions. Is that is that a good good enough way to describe that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one about voter purge and and how lacrosse is affected about that or affected with that. Um, there's one on the hate crime that happened now called a hate crime that happened in Copeland Park a couple of weeks ago. In fact, the last time you were in here, I think that story broke yep, that day, and we that. Yep. and we had a pretty you had a really good take on that. I appreciated it. And um, and then the last thing, if we get to it, the Evers proposal to lower prescription drug costs in Wisconsin, right? Just only Wisconsin gets lower. Yep, only Wisconsin. It's kind of a funny, just a funny way to think about like, hey, if, you, if I live in Minnesota, I'm, I'm not going to get this because, you know, only Evers is doing it. <laughs> so, um, all right, Brad's got to do the news. We'll be back. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. Dang it, I was going to do a Siskel and Ebert start. Like oh. <laughs> Rick and Will, Will. Is Siskel and Ebert, is that their That's first their name? Last name? That's their last name. So Solomon Garcia, something like that. Then you'd probably want your name first because you know more about movies than I do. And uh, If you missed the first half of the show, we did a, a, a preview review. No, we just criticized The Suicide Squad, which comes out tonight on HBO Max. The. It's got a the in front of it. So, um, According to this picture, William, looks terrible. Oh no, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> judging. I'm still pretty excited. Like I said, I'm I'm a big James Gunn fan, so I'm just I'm excited to see what he does. High hopes. You see, you're going in high hopes. Yeah, yeah which I'm means going you're, in high hopes. you're gonna be disappointed. Well. Yeah. I go in with no hopes now. <laughs> After all these D C movies that have been terrible, no hopes. Um all right, we'll get into some politics here since we got the uh, Democratic Party chair of Lacrosse County in. Um which one of these do you want to do first, William? Do you wanna do Well I, I think the um I think the Republicans getting more money from corporations. Oh, yeah, the one that I don't. Here we go. The one, yeah, the one. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, a report today from the Watchdog Group Wisconsin Democracy Campaign uh, just talks about uh, so campaign funding from January till June. Till June. Till June. Yep. So the first six months, seven months, six months of uh, of the year, and the Democratic Party has only gotten one hundred twenty-two thousand dollars. Or so from corporations, and the Republican Party has four hundred seventy-one thousand yeah. dollars from corporations, campaign corporations. Um, we were trying to figure this out before the show. Did right. did we come to a conclusion 12, on what? I believe it's twelve thousand dollars. It looks like for the contribution from a 
from a corporation to the pol- a political party. Okay, so the and then the example I, we were and well, the example I would like to use here is, and, and because it's lacrosse, and so Don Zitlow owns Quick Trip, or he's the CEO of Quick Trip, and so he can con- contribute up to two grand to a candidate, right, or to the party. Do we do we do do we no, do no, that much? To, I believe it's up to like twenty. Isn't it? Is it twenty? Well, it's, it depends it's on 20 right for twenty governor. for the governor. And a lot of these other governor, right. lieutenant governor, secretary, state, up to twenty, and then when you get into state senator, state rep, it goes down. Uh, it's there. down to two, and well, some of these are six and five, but two grand for like state senator and assembly. Um, so Don Zitlow could contribute twenty grand for for a governor campaign, right. and then as a corporation, he could contribute again, right? Contribute to a. The political party, not to the individual candidate. Right. Is there a li- so? Is there a limit that he can contribute to a party as I think a person? That's the limit. I Two grand is the, okay. The, or no, that, that, that fifteen thousand is the limit, or twelve. Twelve thousand is a limit for the political party for the corporation to political party. But what about a person to a political party? A person to a political party. That's that. That so is this somewhere. Okay. We're looking at a at a form. We're on the eth- Wisconsin ethics. We're on uh, ethics website, and it just has the list of all of the things you can donate and how what the limits are on everything, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I think the most interesting thing about this, though, is um, you know they broke the news today that uh, Republicans received um, you know significantly more money from corporations than they did uh, than than the Democratic Party did. Uh, but you know, just a couple of weeks ago, uh, it was announced that the Democrats received. Uh, four times more contributions from individual candidates than the the Republican from individuals party. period not from candidates individual. right sorry from individuals yeah and I think that that's um um a really kind of good way of explaining a, a big chunk of the political divide uh, Democrats are on the side of people Republicans are on the side of corporations um, libertarian guy okay libertarian guys doing uh, drug drug talk so. <laughs> Uh, he said libertarians didn't get any money, so libertarians aren't part of this equation apparently, because the libertarians don't have. Do the is there a libertarian party of Wisconsin, and would they take in campaign campaign contributions? I'm almost certainly, yeah, I'm almost certain that there is a libertarian party of Wisconsin that that they they would fall under the same rules as the other two parties. Okay, so we don't so have we would have to be willing to donate it. So a guy named libertarian guy, of course, would like that to be part of this story, right? Um, and maybe I don't know if the democracy camp wisconsin democracy the, the campaign news articles that i've read on this so far today uh they've not mentioned libertarian party one way or the other or green party or any of the right, other or parties green party so or any of the yeah. other ones a constitution um, party a few others see when libertarian guy gets mad about his libertarian party not being part of it he doesn't get mad that the green party isn't part of it mm. though so he's biased too you're also biased libertarian guy we caught you we're on uh, but it is okay so but when you when you talk about individuals donating we talked about this a couple of weeks ago to one party or the other, the lacrosse or lacrosse, uh, Wisconsin Democratic Party mm-hmm. or the Republican Party of Wisconsin. Um, so individuals, and it's like nine million to two million or something like that. It was it was uh, four million to oh, the Democrats four. and about eight hundred and thirty thousand to the Republicans from individual donors. Okay, so man, that's a so lot of money for. But that's not. Is it the same January to June? January oh, it is the June. same same time frame. I think all of these news reports are are all going off of disclosures from the kind of official, um, you know, um, twice a year filings yeah. that all political groups have to do. All right. So, do, do, is nine million nine million dollars seems like a lot? 
Well, four million. Or four million. I, I don't know why. I keep it is that. a lot. It's a lot. It, it's a lot um, from, especially considering it's all coming from individual donors, um, and it just shows that um, the Wisconsin Democrats are not done in terms of um, uh, trying to uh, elect people, trying to push our uh, agenda forward, trying to get actual stuff done, um, and that it wasn't just a kind of um, uh, anti-Trump rhetoric, but it was more a pro-Democrat idea it is funny too the the the, it's flipped right like republicans have four times as much campaign contributions the the amount here though compared to what you're saying four million and almost a million the amounts are much different i mean the corporate is that surprising republicans got a lot more corporate donations but they only got four hundred thousand in corporate donations for the for the six months democrats pulled in four million in individual donors yeah that's that's surprising is it just because it's so early i think so i think um, i mean honestly from the bernie sanders campaign what gosh 12 years ago now or eight years ago now um uh the the power of small donations individual grassroots that a lot of people coming together to give a little money um has been uh you know very 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 effective for the democratic party over the last decade um do you do you think like these corporate because either side if you want to say the gop's got about 500 grand uh republic or democrats about 120 grand is it just too early in this whole thing and maybe the contributions from corporations come later like right before Right oh, before I think the it's bell. very possible that I mean I think I think both all of these numbers are um, low in comparison to what it will be the six months before an election. Yeah, because then yeah, then I we might all see of these numbers will go up. Yeah, and we might even see that and balance. It might, balance a little it might bit be too. balanced out because four million to one million in individual camp contributions seems like a ridiculous difference too. Like both sides are four to one, one way or the other. And the idea that corporations get to comp- to contribute to campaigns is, seems ridiculous to me too. I don't understand. I mean, that's there's there's multiple levels to that. You know, if you want to go to the Supreme Court of, the, you know, the United States Supreme Court or even in you know, like each state has its own ability to limit the amount of and, and the state does. But like once I wonder if there's any states out there that go, nobody can no corporation, not nobody, no thing. Right. Nothing right. can contribute to a campaign to kind of political cause. At all. Just yeah. just people, no campaigns. And I think I saw. And it does look like I mean, when we're looking through the in Wisconsin, the corporations cannot contribute to individual candidates. OK, so that's that's interesting. Um, there's this headline, too, if you could see it. Mandela Barnes won't take corporate PAC money, yep. uh, but he did just last year, so he's yeah. not going to this year, apparently. Well, he's made a different um, assessment Switch for it. his Senate run. Um, he's decided to you know, show his values on, on how he wants to conduct a campaign. Um, so, I mean, I think it's... I think it totally makes sense that he did a year ago accept PAC money, but now he's decided that as a Senate candidate, he's not going to. I think that makes sense. As a as a lieutenant governor candidate, he was taking PAC money? Is that how that yeah. works? Okay. Yeah. So it's just like a different ideal when you're the governor candidate or you need the money or, maybe? Or just, um, you know, um, a scope change of heart. I mean, that- I think that it, – he looked at the situation and said, you know, this is the kind of campaign I want to do. This is the kind of candidate I want to be. Yeah. And so said, so I'm not going to accept PAC money because um, no candidate should be accepting it. So. Could, could we could we like side eye it a little bit and then go, OK, as a throughout the state as a candidate for lieutenant governor, he could take in corporate PAC money from anywhere, anyone. Right. But in the Senate, 
like the that's narrowed down. I guess right. anyone could still contribute to him, even if they're not in his district. But it's really narrowed down. So right. now he has just a, a part of Wisconsin to be representative of, and and then that ideal would be, you know what? I don't actually want you know some outside corporate entity representing right. me for right. this section. You know what I mean? Um, that makes sense to me. Uh, all right, Scott's comment coming up. Brad's got to do the news. We'll return here with uh, Lacrosse Democratic Party Chair William Garcia and myself. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914. Doug texted in. Uh, he's headed to Moon Tunes. Neil Young. They must have a Neil Young. They have a Neil Young tribute concert tonight. All right. I love Neil Young, too. Should have played a Neil Young song. <laughs> Doug, you got to text this stuff earlier. Um, Doug Doug was uh, listening to the story, and we talked about this yesterday on the show. Um, the, the Brad calls this the former Fish Labs building. But I call it the oh, former yes. Explore Lacrosse building, like right. yep, yep, Fish yep. Labs. Does that make sense to you? Are you well? You have you been here long enough to know Fish Labs as a? Yeah, well, I mean, is it that what it, the building was originally like? Uh, work being done on fisheries and it, with the Mississippi River in conjunction. I think so. I would. I guess I just in, in my head, I'm like, I don't even know what what right. what are we doing in a Fish Labs building? Cleaning fish and frying them? I don't know. Is it Friday? It's open. All you can eat. Um, anyway, it's the building on the north side of Riverside Park and. They're 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 rezoning it. Uh, the city plan commission okayed a zoning change for the building to allow for commercial use. Um, and some people, we talked to you yesterday about how the apartment complex that's just down the road from there isn't happy about that because uh, there could be wedding receptions or it could be a bed and breakfast or something. So if you live next to that, like just down the road from that building, there might be a wedding reception there on the north side of Riverside Park. And I just thought it was funny because. You live across the road from Riverside Park. Park. There's stuff going on all the time, constantly. What are you going to get in? I mean, are they mad about Moon Tunes tonight? (laughs) And And then I really made the point, like they live next to the Oktoberfest grounds. So I mean, if you could, if you're okay with Oktoberfest one weekend or not even, I guess four days a year, uh, then whatever's going to happen in this quote unquote Fish Labs building, uh, whether it be a bed and breakfast or a wedding. A wedding reception or something. What's funny here, though, part of this, uh, well, one of the commissioners said that they liked the idea that the building could be a wedding hall, but were concerned about competition from the remodeled lacrosse center. So the the city is paving the way right. for this building to be. A, a, it could be it could be a wedding reception place, but they spent forty two million dollars on the building on the other side of the park to be a wedding hall too. Right. So, but I mean, totally different wedding halls. That's a completely different like demographic. I would assume that you're right. going for one way or the other. So it seems to kind of it doesn't seem like there's actually a lot of competition that would be happening there between the two. And it wouldn't be that bad. Like, right. that's fine. Have Plus, competition. You know, usually most weekends have more than two people getting, two couples <laughs> getting married at one time. So. And I think if you just go up on the other side of the lacrosse center, or the back side of it, there's another wedding hall there. I think um, another one of those businesses, uh, 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. That's William Garcia. If I didn't say that he's the democratic party chair here in the cross County. Uh, we do a podcast on Mondays. We're gonna, uh, we're we didn't have one Monday. What are we gonna do this Monday? Do you know? Yeah, uh, we're gonna talk about um, the uh, Arizona audit and how it connects with uh, a lot of the stuff that Wisconsin GOP are doing with uh, pretending there's voter fraud. Okay, so are we are we gonna dive into quote unquote the forensic audit? Are we a gonna do any bit. of that? A little bit. Okay, because it's always funny. I did Hayes, Hayes' show in the morning uh, last week Friday. 
And I didn't talk about any of this, but I would just get text about, hey, we need a forensic audit. So people right. just wake up in the morning and are just like, oh, forensic audit. Right. So it's just uh, so maybe we can get into uh, that on the Democratic Voice podcast. If you guys want to listen to that on Monday or download it wherever you download podcasts. Number three is calling in. Number Oh, you got him on. Number three. Go ahead. You're on the air. How's it going there, Pilgrim? I'm pretty good. How are you? Good, good. Wait about the weather here. You haven't told me anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> you can anyway, get that, you're uh, talking August... about that fish lab down there. Yeah, anyway, yep. Well, the city of La Crosse awarded Fallen Hammer $400,000 to do some work on that in June and July and August. I don't know what they're doing, but they must have something up their sleeve, huh? I guess I don't. I mean, it, I think this picture is recent. It doesn't look like they're doing any work in there, unless they're just inside doing some remodeling. I don't know. I have, I have no. I haven't been in there since 1954. Yeah, me neither. Okay, so I mean, I don't know what's going on down there. I go by there once in a while. I see them working. Uh, I, I haven't seen hardly. I mean, I don't know what progress they're making. But what I'm saying is. They must have had something in their mind to spend $400,000 on it. Yeah, I guess I hear maybe they're just clearing it out. I, 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 know, I, I understand what you're saying because if we don't know what the building is going to be in the future, then how are we spending $400,000 on something now? Uh, hey, uh, you're really getting smart now. You just <laughs> figured out what I was trying to tell you. Yeah, I got it. I got you. I'm, okay, I'm, all right. So maybe they can put that in their pipe and smoke it for a while. Yeah, and uh, number three, could they be doing stuff like uh, wiring and, and roof and, you know, just like the basic stuff so that, that the building is up to code? I have no idea. All I grand? know it's $400,000 for fallen hammer. And they done about sixty some thousand dollars to it a little bit a few months ago too. Okay. But I don't know what that was for either. So there's a lot of things goes on we don't know about. Okay. Thanks. Until it's all over with. In other words, as soon as the epistle is over with, we'll know what's going on. <laughs> all right. Thanks for the call. Thank you. All right. So yeah, I mean, he brings up a good point. Why are we spending four hundred grand? If we are spending four hundred grand, sometimes the facts might not be totally well, on par. And, and again, I, I am no expert. I'm not sure exactly what the plans are for that building. But, um, I mean, it's certainly possible that, let's say, it's going to be a wedding venue. $400,000 would be a pretty small investment for a long-term place that's going to generate funds. But we don't know if it's going to be a well, wedding we venue know, at this, right? right? So, so, And that's why I said I, I can't say one way or the other. Uh, I'm just saying there is definitely a world in which yeah. a $400,000 is a worthwhile investment to something that could generate, you know, over four hundred thousand dollars of income over the next years. I uh, I'm working on having Mayor Mitch Reynolds in here on Monday. So number three, just keep that in the pocket. Keep that in your in your pocket or in your holster, right? Okay. Um, we were talking about what we're going to talk about on the Democratic Voice. Uh, Mark says we need to talk about the open border discussion. Which border would that be? The open border, like what country has well, it? When anyone talks about open border, um, there's a current uh, GOP claim that the Democrats have opened the southern border. Oh, our southern border? Our, the, well, the the Texan southern border. Does Antarctica have a southern border? I would think. Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Does it's it? A circle. <laughs> right. Does it have a southern? Everything's a northern border right. to Antarctica, right? Because except for like the dot right in the middle. Right in the middle, but that's not a border. There's no border there. Uh, it's just... If it's a circle, it's a border. Is it okay? I feel There's like the whole, the, the entire country the is the northern border. Yeah. But typically, when Republicans start talking about open borders, they're talking about um, uh, 
migrants crossing um, from, uh, you know, Mexico and southern um, South Af- South American uh, countries. Okay, so not Canada's southern border. Not Canada's southern border. Does can- is it because they don't have an open border in Canada? Definitely not right now because they're not letting anyone in due to COVID. So. But I, I guess Mark didn't – he didn't specify which border either. He says it's just an open border discussion, right. which is what we just had. Right. In general, very general open border discussion about stuff in the country. Um, all right, so I had this story earlier today, and the it, the, the the broad numbers came out yesterday, and this is a story that uh, was a contentious point with uh, voting a couple, you know, before the last election. Uh, we were going to purge 200,000 voters in Wisconsin right. or 220,000 yep. voters, and we actually did do this now. Do you have a problem with the state purging 205,000 I mean, voters? From from the article that that you're posting here now, I don't have a big problem with it. I mean, there are people that um, it looks like people probably moved. Wisconsin has same day voter registration, which means that uh, as long as you bring your kind of photo ID and your residency documentation, you can register day of the election. Um, can you bring a Sports Illustrated magazine? Will I don't that work? That works. No, it's got to be works. like a utility but, um, bill. But I mean, two thousand people uh, in the Lacrosse area. Um, who we were they attempted to contact them so i mean this doesn't look like something like um a kind of voter purge that would be um nefarious you know, clearly questionably trying to alter an election like republicans have tried in the past yeah these voters so haven't voted like- these people haven't voted in four years i say i always go these voters haven't voted well are they voters then probably not and so they were sent a postcard saying you know, uh, you haven't voted in four years. Do you still live at this address? And those postcards were not returned. So um, it certainly looks like this is kind of a, a very a legitimate um, you the, know, fixing of the registration. The biggest problem I have with this, and I don't have a problem with it, like they have to read if they the biggest problem I have with this is and the numbers show it here in, in La Crosse. And maybe it's because we have a lot of colleges here that this number is skewed, maybe statewide. It's right. not. But two thousand one hundred forty three people were sent the postcard in the city of La Crosse. Only 67 people returned the postcard. Right. So the rest of those, 2,076 people in La Crosse, or who were maybe not in La Crosse anymore, didn't return the postcard. So we've got a big differential here. Right. In in this day and age, A, nobody's get, nobody is looking at the crap they get in the mail and right. going, you know, you're going to see this postcard. postcard. Right. And she sent me a, the, whatever the, she sent me a, a Nikki Elson, the city, uh, clerk sent me a postcard. She sent me a picture of it on email. Um, but I'm not returning a postcard because I just uh, automatically assume you're trying to steal my identity in some way, shape, or form. And then whether it's a postcard, you, so there's we're in this weird spot where you can't. First of all, you haven't voted in four years, so there's that. But you you send me a postcard, you send me an email, you would call me. I'm not going to believe you, whoever right. you are. I'm not going to. You would you would have to. Really, it would be very hard, to, or you come to my door. It would be v- almost impossible to convince me to that convince you're legit. You that you're a legitimate. Per- well, and I mean, you could go to the um, voter registration website for Wisconsin, and you could re-register and double check and do things like that. Yeah, I guess if the, if the postcard, and it, and I, I guess I should pull it up, but if the postcard told you to just go and do that too. But then you're like, well, is that legit? Because the postcard could just give you a fake website. Anyway, any way they want to go about it, there's no perfect way to do it uh, except to just tell you, hey, you're not registered to vote anymore. And I think you're right. I think that uh, the fact that we do have such a so many college students um, could definitely skew the numbers 
in terms of, um, you know, uh, how many postcards were not returned. Yeah, 67 not returned here in La Crosse, uh, or 67 were returned. Uh, just seems like a pretty, pretty big differential there. Um, but also, they missed 12 elections, Nikki said, but they missed a governor's election. Is that an, is four years enough, William, you think? Because I missed a presidential election and I missed a governor's election. I, right. I feel like you almost have to miss two presidential elections before you should be purged. But, I, I mean, it's it's four years that you haven't voted. Yeah, yeah. four years seems like a lot. So It does? Okay. Um, so I would say, for me, four years would be a lot. I think I think that that is um, appropriate, at least given the the, the details I have. Um, I do think that uh, we do need to be – I understand the need to, like, fix the voter rolls, but I do think that we need to be really careful about um, how we do that, especially with, um, you know, uh, our populations that are elderly, maybe can't get out much. Um, you know, re-registering is very difficult for them. Um, people that – for health reasons, can't leave the house much. There are a lot of of, of uh, reasons why, all right? It's not just super easy to just go out and get registered real quick. And so I think we need to really balance uh, keeping the, the voter rolls, um, you know, up to date with an understanding that for a lot of people, it's not just that, it's just not that easy to, you know, keep up to date. But again, four years to me seems like, um, uh, and in a postcard attempted contact seems like enough effort. It would be interesting to really, I'm like a, a just like an NBA stats guy, so I want all the stats. How many people just vote for president? How many people just decided last election or the two elections ago? I mean, there's some pretty weird elections well, the last two times. And that- the 2020 election threw all of that off because no one expected the numbers on the Democrat or the Republican side. Both saw both Republicans and Democrats saw increased voting numbers. It was one of the highest uh, percentages of voters. Um, voting, um, you know, in, in modern presidential history. And so, um, a lot of the math is just currently thrown off by, um, you know, how divisive, uh, president Trump was. All right. We got a text here. It says, do you guys realize how much like idiots you sound when it comes to the order? Do you want to talk about skating around an issue? Unbelievable. I'm done listening to you. I have no idea what that means. The order? <laughs> Yeah, I, just, I don't know what the order means. Yeah, maybe it was a talk to text. Thanks for that text, though. You can stop listening because clearly. Uh, thanks for your show to cement my conservative beliefs. Maybe you two can dream up another Russian hoax. Wow. So because you're the Democratic Party chair, so we, right. we get these kind of texts. Right. The, the 11 hours of conservative radio on here isn't enough for them. They I understand. <laughs> All right. We got to take one more quick break. We'll be back. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Tom is calling in. Tom, you got a question for William Garcia? Yeah, why didn't that little postcard have the address where I vote on it? They wanted my address. Oh, boy. He was mad. Uh, uh, sir, I'm certainly not sure, like, on a specific case-by-case basis what happened. You certainly should have. Um got a postcard if they attempted to remove you from the rolls. And if you did not receive a postcard, that would definitely be something to check into because, um, uh, you know, a lot of effort should be made before removing your name from any kind of voter roll. 
I'm trying to find that email from Nikki, but now I can't find it. She's she sent me an example, but I think oh, the a picture of the postcard. Yeah, I, but I think like my email just hey you read it, so it's gonna go away and you can't see it anymore. It's super annoying. Um, all right, we got just a couple minutes left here. I did want to talk about um, this hate crime element added to uh, the the transgender case. The so last time you were in here, William. Um, this is what we talked about. This had been breaking news in Copeland Park, um, but now, now there's a there's a new element to this. Do you? Uh, do, what 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 is your opinion? So somebody attacked a couple of teenagers in Copeland Park uh, some time ago, um, and one of those teens just happened to be a transgender. It kind of seems like allegedly, I guess. That he attacked that person because they were transgender. Right. Because According he... to um, witnesses who were describing the things that the person was yelling, so yeah. I mean, it was it was not just like oh, definitely um, it was not just conjecture. There was evidence pointing to that. Yes, and the the mayor had come out and said, you know, because of the state law, there's like hate crime to transgenders can't isn't a thing at this point. Maybe they change the state law, right. but we have now added hate crime into this. This is why the the court is be, the court date is being pushed back to next week because we've added this element of a hate crime. Do you? Uh, what's your opinion of that? Uh, I'm very happy to see that they added the hate crime. I think um, uh, hate crime legislation and um, charging people with hate crimes when they commit them is important and um, uh, kind of vital because again, I, I think that. Um, Anyone who is kind of um, uh, stewing that much hate and animosity towards another group of people uh, for no reason um, is basically committing a premeditated act. And uh, in most crimes, when a, when a crime is premeditated, uh, we... Um, where we deal with that crime more harshly than if it were a kind of um, a crime of passion, as it were. And so I'm very, very happy. I am um, happy is a weird word, but I know what you're saying. <laughs> I'm very grateful that the hate crimes uh, uh, charge was added. I am not sure that it will um, survive a kind of co constitutional appeal in the uh, court system because, again, um, it is not. Um, Transgender people are not currently covered um, by many of the statutes, but I'm not an attorney, so attorneys can decide that better than I. Yeah, and a lot of people, when when they say this, okay, the the guy went after some teenagers, um, you know, hit 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 a teenager, or whatever. Uh, so he's going to get charged with a crime. A crime is a crime. We don't need to right. add this element of hate crime. Yeah. But in my in my head, I'm thinking like, if I if I slam into your car and i get out and i'm like oh i'm sorry and you're just right. like what are you doing you're really mad i've provoked you to be mad at me because i slammed into your car maybe i kicked your dog or something i did something right. to you um this this so this sounds like this guy was just saw what was going on and was so like pent up about right you know and, and had so much some, hate and so much animosity yeah uh, built up something is um, different i don't agree his, with it his, yeah, his kind of thinking drove his violent action. And uh, again, that's premeditation, and uh, premeditation is dealt with uh, more harshly. And it's interesting, too, because, like, and you want to, I don't think we'll we'll solve this in, in the couple of minutes we have left, but the, the idea that this guy's could go to jail for longer because if it was, if it was charged as a hate crime and it goes right. through all the, the hoops and whatever. Um, does that help this guy in the long run? Is he, or does he just go to jail and stew for longer? You know, like in jail, does he get some kind of mental health treatment to fix? You know, you know what I mean? Like, he it's certainly just, should, 
but I don't I mean I would that's the that's the world that we would like to live in. Right. Um, but I certainly don't know what will happen. I mean, a lot of it depends on the judge and how the judge decides to sentence. Uh, and, of course, the person has to be convicted first. That hasn't yeah. happened yet. Right. And I'm just saying, yeah, way down the road. If, but if we did have a conviction, the judge would have uh, some leeway in terms of the kind of uh, punishment that would happen there. Yeah. It's it's just one of them things that, you know, I guess uh, – not really in jail a whole lot, so I don't know how, how all that, or prison, I should say. Right. When you go to prison for stuff like this, do you get help for that? Or did the person just sit and stew about being mad about and, and he just, for, for five more years or five, however many more years he's in jail because of it, uh, you know, then he gets out of jail. Is his opinion changed? Right. If, if not, not unless uh, somebody helped him along. Helped to, him along. Right. right. And it's just, yeah, it's just a weird thing because it's, it can't, a crime can't just be a crime. We can't just give but but there has to be it can't the punishment can't just be more punishment there has to be another element to when you add hate crime to it re- rehabilitation yeah Absolutely. there there has to be a bigger element to it all right that's william garcia he's the lacrosse county democratic chair hey thanks a ton for for stopping in and um what again monday what are we doing democratic voice uh we're going to be talking about the uh gop attempts to continue to yell fraud about the uh 2020 election and um uh specifically what Wisconsin Republicans are trying to um, maneuver. All right. So are, so are Wisconsin Republicans bringing in the cyber ninjas? Some of them are trying. Some of them are trying. All right. That's William Garcia. I'm Rick Solon. Thanks for listening.